Welcome to the Real Deal Podcast. Today I finally get my co-host on board for a two-part episode where we're going to discuss relationship from a male's point of view, answering some questions women have been seeking answers for. Please help me welcome my co-host William to the show today. Hello everybody, how is it going? I am so happy to finally be here. And like he said today, we definitely have some very interesting questions that we've done some research into and found out that they are in the top lists of most asked questions from a female's point of view and some even from a male's point of view as just to get a better dive inside their own heads so we hope to bring some light into some of these for you guys and uh, without any further ado i'll give it back to our host austin and we'll go ahead and get this underway so for you those that seen the first episode or even the trailer to the podcast you might have known that I said I, but little did I know that I was going to bring on my co-host sooner or later. Didn't know when, didn't know how, but I felt like the second episode and these two-part series. And just wait for after the first two episodes. You're going to be amazed. So let's actually get right into some of the questions as we have of now. Um, William, if you want to start off by some, asking some questions and I can give you my answers to it. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So today's episode, he did speak about, uh, for a quick second, it is going to be about relationships. And some of these questions aren't going to be relationship specific. They're just going to be directed towards things that we saw or felt that we could address and maybe shine some light on. And so please take that with an open mind as we read through some of these questions and give our honest opinions about them. And with that in mind, our first question that we thought of would be, what are men insecure about? So... Let's see. Let's see. What are some big insecurities for men? See, that's a that's a that's a that's a good question, actually. Um, I can't speak for most men, but I can speak for myself. I know when I was in a relationship, my biggest insecurity was having no feeling. Like I was, I was cold-hearted. I mean, that has to be one of my biggest insecurities. Like I would not open up about my feelings, and just. Just the in general thing that men are supposed to be tough, that that made a big insecurity for myself was that I had to stay a strong suit. But little did people know when I came home, uh, first thing I did was if I felt depressed, lonely, or sad, I called. I called on someone because of my insecurities. Another big one is probably confidence i mean i have a lot of lack of confidence and I, william you could probably agree with that too yeah yeah I've, I've noticed that over the almost year that we've known each other now or more i can't even keep track anymore because because we're so you know we talk so much but i've definitely i've definitely seen an improvement in you i i can't lie there you have definitely since i've met you you've gone from an introvert to an extrovert and it's taken a lot of time to see that change and i know it may be hard to see it in yourself especially that's usually where the changes are hard for men and that's what people don't get is with men people can tell us that we're doing great and you don't need to be ashamed of this but other men are what really bring us down with our insecurities it's not really what we're worried about that the women thinks about it comes down to say for example and this is a big deal for men believe it or not our weight not our dick size our weight 
our dick sizes we joke around about, but in reality, we all know that it gets the job done one way or another. So that's not really something that men are actually concerned about. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say that because I know that that's going to be going through some people's mind right now. And some guys may get mad listening to that. Like, oh, well, what about having a small wiener or not being able to last? Women don't care about that. I can speak from experience. My, my fiance and I, I, I'm happy to say that at least in that portion of, of our relationship, that's not something that matters. And that doesn't matter to any of her friends. That doesn't matter to any of the women I've ever asked. But believe it or not, other guys actually are what influence our insecurities. If we see a guy walking on the beach without a shirt on, he's ripped, he's got a six-pack, his shoulders and biceps are huge, his back is defined, he's got a chiseled jawline, and you're over here with a dad bod, you're going to get insecure. And it's not a bad thing, it's just things like that cause insecurities. And there's hundreds of things that cause men insecurities. It's not just that, but that's like the most broad one I can give so everybody kind of understands it. Just like in, for instance, women, and this isn't to be derogatory or disrespectful, but I know women care an awful lot about their breast size. And that's not something men give a shit about. We love them. They're jiggly, they're bouncy. They, we don't care if they're big or small. We love them. They're boobs. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> what was one thing as a kid uh, you always said, or even nowadays, being you're 22, I'm 20. I mean, think about that. We always we always joke around like, oh, we want a MILF. Do we really? Like, do we really? <laughs> and then... That also ties into insecurities, too, because what do women look at in guys? They want the guy to be perfect. They want him to have the emotional standpoint of something. They want him to have a six-pack, rip dabs, be able to lift 240 in an RP. Like, come on. We all know that most of us guys, yeah, we can keep good figure but at the same time it's us guys boosting each other up like bro you be looking mad fine today look at that dump truck of yours brah exactly and that's what that's what i think is the most miscommon conception with that is it, it's the fact that men have been put down so much by and i hate saying this but social media and yeah. we'll get into a podcast about that later on where we'll actually deep dive into social media so if that's something you guys are interested in we'll we'll definitely get that out so make sure you guys definitely leave some feedback for that and if you have questions or anything about that as far as what you want us to cover in that go ahead and let us know we'll drop our email down below and you can email us topics or choices that you have that you want to see covered and we'll definitely make sure we get those covered in a segment during that but i say social media because when you look at influencers you look at the unreal expectation that you have to have a six-pack you have to have a v-line you have to have a chiseled jaw you have to have a lamborghini you have to have a million dollars in your bank account by the time you're 26 you have to have a you know 25 million dollar beachfront house in malibu which isn't which isn't fucking real it's just not it's it's not something that should be expected from men the only thing that i think men should be able to do and i don't mean just this but i think the main thing a man needs to be able to do is provide not because women can't provide if the woman wants to help provide the more money the merrier it doesn't just come down to the man especially nowadays when you look at where we've come from the inequality to the equality we're going through the one thing that we want to stress is that 
everybody has a chance to do something nowadays. I mean, for fuck's sake, women make more than men in some jobs, which is incredible. So when it comes down to the insecurities, it's unfortunate, but social media has led women to believe that every man has to look like a god and has to have six figures and a million dollars by the time they're in their thir- or by the time they're in their 30s they need to be willing to retire and that's just not true nothing about that is true it's not fair to the man to put that on him it's just not and that also well that also tie good thing good thing you brought that up too because how many times have you i'm pretty sure you go to Walmart you walk into Macy's you walk into Toys R Us, when Toys R Us was a thing. And what's the first thing you see? You see a dad, his kid, his beautiful wife. But then it's, that also ties into insecurities too, because I had a conversation with my district manager today. Well, he's not really my manager. I consider him a coach because he's helped me out the month and a half I've been there so far. Um, Shout out to him, hopefully. And eventually he'll hear this but uh he was even saying that he'll be on social media and he'll see chicks say 2022 is going to be the year for ugly guys why should that even be a topic exactly like let's be honest it doesn't matter what you look like that's not the point the fact of the matter is it should come down to personality traits it should come down to the spark that you feel it should come down to a bunch of other things but, like I said, unfortunately, social media has played a huge influence into male, into the male's eyes as our um, insecurities go. And it's, it's tragic to see that because plenty have men, and I will get a statistic for you guys, I promise, in the next episode. I will get a statistic as far as the amount of men that have unfortunately taken their lives because of issues like this. But... It happens. It's not fun. It's not fair. And it, it, it just, it's just, it's despicable. I mean, see, that's, I, I, I don't want men that are listening to this or females that are listening to this. This is just two guys giving their, their perspective. Now, me and him are Two different weight size. I weigh about 185 and I'm like 5'7, five, 5'6. Five, so it just shows that I'm I'm not the greatest looking. I'm not the ugliest, but um in that point stands, it just shows that I can't go outside my house and get a beautiful model. I'm not like one of the guys off TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not one of those guys that makes six figures a day. I just shows that oh, that's the dream. It's 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 an overstretch and William, you can agree with me. It's an overstretch, but in the end it's it's true. We're three different people. What people see on social media is either photoshopped, filtered. They don't see what is that guy really going home to do at night. He's probably laying in his bed watching a movie, probably bawling his eyes out because he feels that no one's ever going to want him. Yeah. So. And I think when it comes down to what you're saying there, that is the biggest insecurity. A lack of love and a lack of trust just solely based on what a guy looks like. And I think that is the biggest insecurity. 
is a lack of feeling wanted or needed. And needed isn't really that big of a deal, but it's just being wanted. Because when you put it into perspective and you look at the world's population, yes, you can say there's 7 point whatever billion people in the world. Actually, it probably is over 8 billion now. But, and you always hear that, oh, there's plenty of fish in the sea. You'll find somebody new. The fact of the matter is, before we move on to the next question, in a guy's head, it doesn't matter how many people are out there. If we find somebody we care about, we will do everything in our power to be with them and do everything in our power to keep them happy at no matter what the cost. And I've had personal first-hand accounts with this, especially in the last six months when my life got a little rocky. I did things to make sure that my family stayed afloat because that's not my job, but that's my family. And I wanted to make sure that no matter what happened, the roof over our head stayed. We were able to stay warm when the winter months were on their way. We had food in our bellies and clothes on our back. And I did what I had to do. So the yeah. biggest thing for me is not, and me personally, it's not feeling like I'm doing enough. And that is my biggest insecurity. Not that I'm not wanted, not that I'm not loved, not that I'm not needed. It's that I'm not doing enough. And I'm willing to bet there are plenty of men out there who will feel that just as much as they feel the not wanted part. But for me, it is definitely not doing enough. And do you have any final input to add as far as that goes? We honestly, uh, and final input to that question is men, women, non-binary, non-specific, whatever you, whatever you classify as, um, you just not gotta quit looking at males, and I, I'm, I'm saying males specifically, because yeah, men do look at male. Males look at males like, oh, bro, you're fucking ripped. But in that homie's eyes or that bro's eyes, he's he's giving you that boost of confidence. So we just got to take that, that extra 10, 15 minutes to look in the mirror every day and imagine, like, okay, six months from now, I plan on getting ripped. But that's setting a goal for yourself. So last final word of advice is if you feel that you don't have confidence give yourself confidence that's all i'm gonna leave yourself off with yeah that's definitely something that that should be addressed in all men and women it doesn't matter what gender you are it doesn't matter if you specify your gender if you feel a lack of confidence in your life take a long look in the mirror and remember that you have blessings that other people would kill for no matter what you think of yourself and I guess before we move on to the next question, and I'll get there, the most important thing that I'm going to say is it doesn't matter where you come from. Somebody is always going to wish they were you, whether you see that or not. I would not. kill for somebody blue eyes. always wish they were you. Exactly. See? <laughs> Alrighty. So moving on. Question number two. Why don't men take time for themselves? Like, why do men not focus on their own dreams why do we let our dreams get crushed and why do we focus on other things instead of just ourselves taking personal time you know just focusing to help us what is what is up with that i i'd like to hear from a bunch of people in the audience um male female what your opinions are and then obviously we'll get our opinions here i mean you want to go first with this because i know i work seven days a week i take about maybe an hour personal time but that's really it i mean that's 
I just don't like... Time is a very... And I, I'm gonna give another shout-out to my DM for that. Uh, don't waste your own time. Um, you never want to waste your own time. Time is the essence of key in life. And uh, taking time for yourself can help a lot. Uh, it is shown that a human body cannot take so much stress. But men have acquitted to stress. They have came forth with it and actually thought of it. They they took that sh vocabulary of stress and literally took it out of a book for themselves. I know me personally, when I'm working and I get stressed, I'll reflect on like, oh, what just happened? Like that guy literally said he was going to walk out my store because he didn't want a phone from me or he didn't want to get a bat or something like that. So I just don't like my downtime. Downtime does not help me stay. It, it I, My mind has to be busy at all times. And I don't know if other men can relate or they're just trying to cope with anger, stress, and that's why they don't like taking time. I know when I get angry, I like to work a lot. For me, it, it comes down to more of, and this will be a short one for me, because I have a family. So my time is automatically, I work whatever my schedule is for the week, I work it. When I get off of work, sometimes I work 11 to 12 hours a day. Sometimes I get lucky and only have to work a half day. But no matter what it is, I always feel like I don't have enough time with my family. And sometimes that's on me because I'll come home and immediately just want to decompress and start playing video games and not do anything because I either had a rough day at work or I just need to relax. Other times I work 11, 12 hours and I get home and I just don't feel like I have enough time. And because of that, I want to focus all of my time and energy and the remaining little bit of the day I have left with my family. And I won't focus on myself. I'll just focus on my family because that's what matters the most to me. And that's not always the case. Like I said, sometimes I try to make time for myself in the wrong times. And that's probably a common issue where men will do their time at the wrong time, which, to be fair, is never the right time, especially if you have a family. It'll always be the wrong time. But... That's when compromise, when the relationship comes in, and we'll get into that topic in the next episode when we when we do it. That's that's also a more in-depth question we can get into. And Will, speaking of that, and speaking of that question, um, and you say um, you work 12 hours a day. I, I, like I said, I work seven days a week. I mean, we both have busy schedules. You have a family. I have work. I have a dog. I'm single right now, but that doesn't mean anything in the future. But, uh... I want to bring up a good topic with going into more questions and getting more in-depth with some of this little by little. You know who The Rock is, right? Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, of course. We all know he's a multi-millionaire. He owns his energy drink company. He partnered with Under Armour. He partnered with the UFC currently. That man has as much time as we do. And yet, he's probably as stressed as we are, but yet again, that still brings into the factor of both of those questions of time and insecurities. And he has a family, and yet half of the population isn't taking advantage of 24 hours in a day. It, that's what it comes down to exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. It comes down to time management, and since you brought up The Rock, I actually don't remember the quote word for word, but I do remember reading it, and it was quoted by him, and I could be wrong here, 
the quote I remembered from The Rock is, if you're going to work 8 to 12 hours a day for somebody else and not come home and focus on your own goals for at least 2 to 3 hours a day, then what's the purpose? You need to find time to make for yourself, to chase your dreams. And yes, that does involve hurting loved ones. That does involve massive sacrifices. I cannot tell you the amount of times I've sacrificed things going for something that would seem stupid. And my biggest example would be the stock market. I spent months, even multiple years off and on, battling the stock markets, winning big and losing big. And I sacrificed a lot for it. I sacrificed family time, constantly researching charts. I sacrificed money. Sometimes I made great money, but... I also lost that money because I, I made bad trades and that type of stuff happens, but it's, it's a learning curve. And the important thing is if you're going to sacrifice something, you want to make sure you learn something from it, whether it's a moral lesson, just a valuable skill or something that you can take away and teach other people. As long as you're getting something out of it, then it is worth it in its own way. But that's for you to determine the way it's worth. Because I can't determine, if you did the same thing I did in the stock market, how you walked away with that. I can tell you right now, I walked away learning that I probably won't do it again. Because I didn't enjoy my experience. (laughs) So, (laughs) to me, it's just not worth it. But to other people, it might be. And at the end of that, that's probably the biggest thing I would say. Is, if you're going to go to work every day, every morning, and you're going to wake up, you're going to go to work... Make time for yourself, even if it's 15 to 30 minutes a day. Obviously, the more you can make, the merrier. And if you're trying to do something like a side hustle, then understand you are going to have to devote time for your dreams. They are not going to happen overnight. I've had plenty of failed e-commerce stores because I don't devote enough time. Plenty of failed stock experiences because I didn't devote enough time. Just things I tried that I did not devote enough time for, for myself to learn and gain a skill. Now, I'm happy with the info I've learned, yes, but you have to make sacrifices. And unfortunately for me, I wasn't willing to make those. And yes, that did cost me some. But that's for you to decide what's worth risking and what's worth not. So I'll let Austin finish up this and we'll move on to our very next question. Um, that's really it. I mean, just time, take, if you feel you have a stressful, um, environment now i'm I'm gonna i'm hesitant to step boundaries here a little because i can't like i said i can't speak for most men but i can speak for myself um if you're gonna take time for yourself make sure one it's the appropriate time you use that time up to do something grateful um like you said stocks bonds crypto um the metaverse i mean we all know that's going up somewhere that will be in a future podcast we'll talk about that later but um just Things like that. I mean, most men have dogs. Take time for you and your dog. Take your dog out for a walk. Take take that extra 20, 30 minutes that you have of your day instead of sitting on the couch and you fall asleep. Take that 20, 30 minutes to at least stress relieve with your dog. And that's what most men should do. And Or be with your wife, fiance, girlfriend, uh, significant other. Um, and take time with them too. Take them to the park. Take them with your dog, and just have a stroll because you never know that woman could be happy that you at least went out with her for a little bit. That is an extremely good point, and 
I will jump to the next question, but I can I can honestly say this right now before we move on. That is something that I did not understand the value of. How small a simple gesture of bringing your your significant other a small food or beverage from the gas station when you're out. Just small thoughts or spending just a couple extra minutes with them a day goes. That is something that after being with my fiance for five years, I am still learning how far small thoughtful gifts go. And if you're a male out there wondering how you can keep your woman happy, that would definitely be one of the biggest things I could say. Find small things that are meaningful to do with her. Because just like us, they are human too. Women need things. In my eyes, women are a flower. They need a lot of sunshine and a lot of water. And that means a lot of love and a lot of affection. Even if they tell you, no, it's fine, go do this. Mm-hmm. It's not. Spend the time with them. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree <laughs> better, right. honestly. All right. So question number three, we've got, what does a real date look like to us as men? What does a real genuine date look like to us i'll let you answer (laughs) that and due to the fact with where we've gone in today's society once again i'm gonna i'm gonna put social media on blast here because i feel like it's led an unrealistic expectation my second or third year anniversary with my fiance we had almost no money or it was valentine's day it was one of those days it was it was a holiday for us and all we did was get taco bell sit at home and watch a movie or two or a TV show. I can't remember what it was now because it was it was a few years ago. But that little gesture went such a long way because to me, a date doesn't matter how much money you spend. It doesn't matter what gifts you buy. It matters about the time you spend with the person you're with. It should be about the two of you. You should... Excuse me. You should spend most of that time trying to connect with your other partner. Whether that means 20 questions or how was your day. Whatever the case may be, you need to find a way to connect. A genuine date can be something like the movies, popcorn, dinner. It can be opening a car door for her, picking her up with flowers, meeting her parents for the first time, meeting his parents for the first time. It doesn't matter. As long as you try your best to connect. I don't think it needs to be involved with, oh, I've got a Lamborghini. I'm going to go pick up my girl, meet her, meet her dad, prove that I'm the shit, and then they'll love me. No, because I can tell you right now, if you're too cocky, that girl will immediately find a door and let herself out. And you will lose that chance before you even get it. And that goes for women too. I'm not just going to put the men on blast here. I am going to I am going to swerve a little bit on my on my lane here because I have seen it to where <laughs> women will expect unrealistic things from men and when they don't get there, they're like, "Oh, well, you know, he didn't immediately take me out to a $200 dinner, so I just canned him." And I'm not saying that's the case with everybody. Most people do not expect that, which is great. That is a really great thing that that's not a high expectation. Most people just want something simplistic. They want time Excuse to me. spend with another partner. They want to learn more about you. They want to find ways to make you happy, ways to love you, what what it looks like when you're down, how they can pick you up. They want to learn, and that's what I think a date is. I think a genuine date is something that makes the both of you happy. You can learn a bunch about each other. You learn your weaknesses. 
and your strengths, and you learn how to build a relationship foundation from those points. That is that is my my ideal date. Something that would allow us to build a relationship foundation. It doesn't matter the location, the food, the cost, not to me. It doesn't matter. As long as I have that time to spend with my significant other and I get to enjoy and cherish those moments and learn, I'm as happy as I could ever be. Okay, so I have to I hate to I hate to say this, but I'm gonna have to get off depressing subject here um no i'm joking i actually want like a 400 dollars steak you know like 300 mashed potatoes i'm expecting a nice diamond bracelet at the end of it no i'm joking um <laughs> honestly um a perfect date i mean as long as it's with a woman and i'm gonna say woman uh because if it's with someone that I can actually sit there and connect with for a while and just talk, I mean, even nowadays, I was in a meeting a couple of days ago and um, something was said. Um, all I really remember is guys are expected to make the first move. Um, some one of the ladies that I work with that I don't work with personally but is in my district um she's like yeah nowadays all guys ask for snapchats or their phone number um I'll tell you what honestly I I sometimes go to Dutch Bros or I go to Starbucks but um one thing that always popped in my head is if I get a receipt and I leave my phone number on it what will happen and it just Something like that, where it's a small... I mean, Will, if you weren't engaged to be married, um, and you were a female, and a guy was buying a drink from Starbucks or Dutch Bros, and you were the cashier, you were the waitress, and he put his number on a receipt and gave the receipt back to you, and I was like, oh, no, I don't need it. And instead of throwing it away, she looked at it and asked why, and then seeing your number out there, what would you do? You really got to put me on the spot like that. All right. Well, before I get into this, I would like to state, obviously, I am not a female, so my answer is not going to be everybody's answer. And because of that, I don't want anybody to be upset with this, but I would base it off of his personality when he ordered. If... I was busy and he was rude to me, I would trash it. It means he has no patience. He can't wait. He's not in the mood to be there when I need him, when I need his patience. But if he was friendly, he understood the situation, you know, maybe we were short-staffed or our machine went down for a minute and we had to reboot it or we just needed to grab some more supplies and he was like, no, no, it's okay, take your time, I'm in no rush, I understand that this stuff happens, then I could see that as a person that I'd be willing to work with. You know, they understand that things happen in life and when things happen, you have to have somebody who's willing to, um, willing to be there, willing to help you walk through them because you can't do everything on your own. You need somebody there sometimes whether it's family a friend sometimes you just have to call on somebody and if you're looking for a relationship then it's nice to know that okay well this guy left me his number he seemed really sweet and he ended up helping me by keeping me calm and not flustering me by getting upset like the last three customers he just understood that stuff happens you know what i'm gonna give him a chance honestly i would give him a chance 
because he showed genuine interest in me. First of all, he cared enough to leave me his number. Not knowing if I liked him or not, he took that first initial blow. He took the initial rejection knowing that it could be a no, knowing that I may never contact him again. And he took it, and he said, fuck it. I'm going to do this because I saw something in her that made me want to get to know her better. So I'm going to give him that opportunity to come back again and meet up with me. And I'm going to get to know him this time. I'm going to ask him questions that may not seem logical. They're going to be far-fetched, too deep, not deep enough. I want to get to know everything at that point. I want to see if this is a person that I can be with. And that's, that's honestly where I stand. And that goes for women too. If a woman had left me her number randomly, I would do the same thing. If she seemed sweet, if... Even if she had a rough day and was a little mean about it, if she, if I could tell, I guess this is where it comes down to, and I get, I get it, I can't always tell, and so this sounds a little harsh, but it's the truth, and you can't look at yourself in the mirror and say you would give everybody a chance, because you wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. And... What's that saying? You know, if you don't shoot your shot, what was it? Was it Kobe or LeBron that said it? If you don't shoot your shot and you miss... That means you never really shoot. Uh, you never really shot your shot. I don't know exactly who said it, but I have heard that before. Yes, that is that is an excellent point. Exactly. If you don't take the shot while it's in front of you, then you never really took that shot at all. That is an excellent point. Yeah. So. So. I mean, ideal first date, honestly, to me is just I'm gonna shoot my shot till every shot I miss. Even one chick I'm, I've been talking to going on a year. <clears throat> but do I Snapchat her every day? Yeah. Do I talk to her every day? When she Snapchats me and she sends me a picture of her face, was the first uh, the first thing that pops in my head is, hey, you're cute. Or, hey, you're beautiful. But my brain doesn't initialize, hey, text her that. She's probably having a bad day. She's probably not feeling well. She probably doesn't. She's probably high as fuck. I'm not be honest there. She probably is high. Um, but it's it's my initial in my mind is I should really shoot that shot and hopefully one day, one day it would happen. Um, but for now I'll continue shooting my shot. Every time I miss. I know not to do it again, but I'm going to continue doing it until I make that shot happen. Exactly. So, let's move on to question number four. How do you keep intimacy in a relationship? Uh, oh. Yeah, that's a tricky one. I can't speak for most. <laughs> yeah, that is. You, you got me there. <laughs> um, and I don't... Um... Gifts, uh, keeping it spicy. <laughs> Honestly, that's all I could say is really keeping a keeping a relationship spicy. I mean, keeping the unknown known, or keeping the un keeping the known unknown. Sure to say. Now, I can't speak for most people because then you open up doors to like swingers, open relationships. Um, some people don't believe in um, what is that saying? Uh, to where you have, where you don't own your wife, something like that. Um, where you're open yeah, it's an, to expanding. It's an open relationship. That's what that's, it's an open yeah. relationship. Um, 
obviously in this context i i'm asking the question as far as just any relationship goes how would you keep it intimate if you had somebody how would you keep it intimate oh keep it spicy i mean come home with a random elephant trunks on i don't know i mean wearing dressing up as the little leprechaun from the lucky charms box I, I, imagine just imagine you walk into the door what is your fiance gonna do if you're dressed up like the leprechaun from lucky mine, charms oh they got to me i don't my fiance <laughs> would probably shoot my fiance would probably shoot because one it's a surprise two she has no <laughs> idea who i am if i'm dressed in a great costume and three what the actual fuck would go through her mind <laughs> nothing against nothing against it just not what she would expect in in my personal opinion i i would say intimacy comes down to the couple's understanding of each other and compromise and the reason i say that is because i feel like with great compromise comes a greater love relationship between the two if and and, and i guess it really comes down to respecting boundaries so, oh, while we're on this topic of intimacy, men out there, females too, a no is a no. That's actually what I was getting if into. You ever, <laughs> that's actually what I was going to lead into. If you ever hear me say, <laughs> great minds think alike. <laughs> um, if a man ever says a no means a yes, one, he's either stupid, or two, he was hit upside the head as a child. <laughs> And he has to be the smartest kid with Down syndrome. Oh, man. Yes. That has to be my saying. I have had – we, me and you both have other buddies that say that. I remember I used to say that until my ex-girlfriend, no means no. Now, if she comes on to you, um, mind you this, men, uh, females too, if you are under the age of 18, please stay away from that. Right. If you are over the age of 18, please stay away anything under the age of 18. Yes, that comes into you catching a case. One, we're looking out for you. Two, I had that instance months ago, years ago, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to get into that, but keep it. Keep it consensual. Age-related. Exactly. It consensual. Keep it age-related. So okay. As oh. for. Oh, well, I guess you can finish up. I didn't realize you weren't done yet. <laughs> no, no, no. You can finish it up. I thought we were going on to the next question. No, no, no. I just want to finish up real quick. I guess I guess at the end of it, intimacy is listening to your partner. You know your partner better than anybody else. You're with them currently. You know what they like, what they don't like. Respect their boundaries. Keep it classy. And if they are a freak then you know how to handle it. If they're classy, you also know how to handle it. When it comes to intimacy, it comes down to respect for your partner because some people like it 50 shades of gray. Other people, it's their first time and they have no idea what to expect. And being there, everybody's first time is scary. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Nothing about it is just by the book. I can I can tell you a little bit about my experience and what I got told was well it's about damn time verbatim and I shit you not I almost lost every ounce of confidence I had in that split second because I couldn't believe that came out of came out of the mouth <laughs> I couldn't believe that was said and it threw me for a spin but it goes to show that anything can be intimate 
but as long as you respect your partner and you love your partner, intimacy comes naturally. But as far as how to keep intimacy in a relationship, keep an open mind, respect your partner, listen to their wishes. And men, this is, this is mainly for you. Toys for women are your best friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are not your enemies. They do not make you weak and incompetent. They help your women achieve a greater satisfaction. It is something that I believe all men should give a chance at. Because at the end of the day, I know personally for me, and I'll move on, we'll move on to the next question here after this. But personally for me, I care about my woman's happiness. I want her to achieve maximum happiness when, when we're doing the thing. You know, when, and when I, intimacy is in play, I want maximum happiness from her. I don't care if I do anything. I just want her to be happy as hell. And if that means using a toy, you want to walk. That means using a like toy. Brady. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> tell me, no. Before we move on to the next question, tell me, when you're done and she's all done and happy, and you want to walk out of that bedroom like. Bitch, I'm the shit. I'm Tom Brady. I'm the GOAT. Yes, that is that does go through a lot of men's minds. So if there's any women out here, that does that does go through a lot of men's minds. We want to feel like we're the best of the best. But for the men, sometimes being the best of the best is understanding that tag teaming with a toy achieves that great for you because she understands that you're willing to sacrifice yourself for a toy to bring her more happiness. And Believe it or not, that goes a long way. It really does. So, if you're trying to keep things intimate and happy, understand that you are going to have to sacrifice some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Question let's... five. Ooh, what do you classify as cheating? Mm. Mm. That's gonna be a fucking tough one. This one can flip flop real quick. This is a, this is walking on a fucking picket fence, man. Oh, I don't <laughs> want to walk on that picket fence quickly. Um, <laughs> so let's we'll, just we'll keep this. it short, quick, yeah. simple. Yeah. Keep your if you have a girl best friend. Now, I'm not saying most of us do. Um, I mean, you and your fiance. I have your fiance's number. Right. I'm not gonna go after her. Nope. I'm I'm not that stupid. Exactly, and it's just a um, respect thing. You know better. You know, you know yeah. that that's my fiance. You're not gonna try to make a move on her. <laughs> like it's just when it I was, comes down to basic respect. Yeah, I'm um, um, cheating. I uh, keep everything open. Talk to him. Talk to her. Um, honestly, that one's gonna be short, sweet, and simple. You can probably agree with me. Probably not. Just talk. Yeah, I'll, I'll add on to that. I feel like, and I'll try and keep mine as short as possible, but I feel like cheating is caused from a lack of communication in a relationship. When partners become unhappy with each other, they start looking for things that bring them joy again. And unfortunately, sometimes cheating happens. Now, cheating to me would come down to multiple affairs. And I say multiples because... In my eyes, I understand if something happens, it's on me just as much as it is on them. And that's going to be a really weird answer for a lot of you out there, male or female listening. And if you've made it this far, I'm, I'm happy to see you still here. 
But I say that because if you're a male and your female cheated on you, you're not doing something to keep her happy, which means there's a lack of communication between the two of you. If you're a female and your male partner cheated on you, same goes. There's a lack of communication. Somebody's not bringing somebody happiness. And the third thing, maybe you're just not compatible. Maybe what you thought was, was something to be just isn't, and it happens. And if that's the case, talk it out. Let your partner know that, hey, I'm not feeling that way anymore. It's, it's just not working out. And I'm sorry to do it to you, but maybe it's time we, we separate and live our lives a little different and try and see if we can find true happiness so we don't keep hurting each other. And I think that's where I'm going to leave that at because that would be a, that would be a really a really good place to leave that at. I think that's one of the biggest things is communication, though. Without communication, Damn. cheating can be anything. So communication is key to avoid cheating, but cheating can be classified as anything to me. But those those things right there are the biggest things to me that are cheating. And it, it's all a result of lack of communication. Look at Homer and Marge. They've been they've been married 30, 40 years, but I understand it's a cartoon. But you can pick up a lot from TV. Don't get me wrong. You can pick up a lot from TV. And how many dumb things has Homer done that Marge has seen him do? I can say the same thing about Family Guy. <laughs> I grew up oh, on Family Guy. Oh, like, you know Peter Griffin every freaking time, man. Always got to do something dumb, but yet his wife stays with him because of yeah, communication and, and understanding and sacrifice. Yeah. And uh, honestly, like he said, communication and sacrifice. Uh, we're going to keep it short, sweet, and simple. If you have any answers or you have anything that you would like to add on to any of so far of the questions that we've answered uh gave our statements um we do have an email uh it is in our bio you can look at it on spotify or anchor wherever you're looking at it from um email us we are going to take emails eventually we're going to have forms out to where you can fill it out give us your statements uh give us your feedback from the podcast to help us do better um but right, right. since we kept that one short sweet and simple let's move on to number six um what do i do that makes you feel appreciated well unfortunately this one's also going to be a short one because i can't see to the eyes of a woman but if a woman was to ask me what she does that makes me feel appreciated sometimes it is literally as simple as just giving me a compliment or being there on a rough day after work or just a rough day that makes me feel as happy as ever because knowing that I have you will brighten even the darkest crack in hell for me and I think that's something that's overshot a lot because I, I know women have insecurities. As a matter of fact, men and women probably have the same amount. And it's not a topic that's brought up a lot. Because it's a topic that people are scared to talk about. Hence the reason we're talking about it here. And why our insecurity portion lasted so much longer than I anticipated it to. But there's just so much to cover with it. But I think that's one of the biggest insecurities is feeling appreciated. Like I said earlier, I don't f feel the need to wonder if I'm loved or if i'm needed for me it's am i doing enough and i think if i had to answer that it would come down to that am i doing enough to make you feel appreciated but i think if i asked my fiance that right now she would tell me no and 
I can tell you exactly why, because I don't spend enough time with her or my family. And sometimes just a simple gesture of, hey, let's go out to the park, or hey, you want to come with me to the grocery store? You know, we'll spend a couple extra minutes together, even if it's just buying groceries. Sometimes little things like that will change a mood so fast, it you don't even understand how happy that can make somebody. Just simply being with them. So I think that is definitely definitely a good question. I would love to hear feedback from, from anybody listening on that one. Um, that would definitely be something I'd love um, to hear emailed feedback from. But Austin, what do you got? Honestly, I I can't speak for most men. I know I go through, I've had like maybe six, seven different types of cologne just to get my smell right. And it ties into what you said, Will. Um, compliments. Um, if I go out and I spend, let's just say I spend 80 bucks and I get a bottle of Aqua de Gio by Giorgio Mani, which man, I do recommend it is a sweet smell. Good for all occasions. Um, don't know if it's going to be good for you. You got to find your correct scent. Um, but I just want to feel like, Hey, she smelled it. Um, I know when I walk by a guy or I walk by a female, I'm like, you smell like Fruit Loops. You smell good though. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I walk by you. Yo, Bath and Body Works. Yo, is that Polo? Nice. Hey, yo, can we just take a second to realize how many colognes this fan actually can just name off by scent? Like, to me, it's just a smell. I don't know how many people out there are just in the boat with me where it's like, oh, this is just a smell. But the fact that this man just listed. A couple of them off the bat, like he knows, like mm, Dolce Gabbana. Oh, that's mm, very Ellis Platinum label. Like, like, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> but, but I mean, to get back on track, I mean, I guess I'll let you finish this one out. But as far as what what you do that makes us feel appreciated, it, it is as simple as noticing small things that we try to do for you. And I'll let him finish this one out, but. Like I said, compliments can go a long way for a man. And that's one of our last topics. We'll, um, we'll cover more in depth about that. Mm-hmm. But I'll let you finish this one. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean, like, I can't speak for all men. I can't speak for all women. Um, alone. I mean, I know a year ago when we first met, I'm going to get a little personal. You can jump in anytime, too. I mean, when we first met a year ago, what was I wearing? I was wearing Old Spice. I would send you guys a photo at Walmart, me buying the Old Spice can. I'm like, oh my god, it smells like 80 bucks, bro. <laughs> we all know that was like 10 that bucks. Is true. But that is true. Then from then on, what did I start getting? I started getting Aqua de Gio, uh, Perry Ellis, Calvin Klein, and then just small things started happening to me and then I noticed that my confidence went from and this is insecurities again like you said I mean compliments can be appreciated which can help boost his insecurities um yes 100% agreeable but you don't want to get overconfident you don't want to have an over ego um because then that can turn into something that is gonna turn the guy away gonna turn the guy into an pretty much a big a-hole and divert his boost um but like i said he said i can name off cologne like it's no tomorrow 
Um, but honestly, confidence. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, it comes down to confidence. I think the biggest thing women do is the smallest thing they do, and it's compliment. And that boosts our confidence in ways that you don't even understand. It gives us such a value of appreciation that you don't realize what you've done for us. We could have had the shittiest day in the world. And it doesn't even have to be our crush. But a woman could walk up to us and be like, hey, I'm really glad that you were here today at work. And you made my day easier. Even if you only saw her once throughout the whole day. But just that little bit is enough to completely change a man's day. I mean, like I said, we're going to keep this short and simple. If you have anything you would like to say or add on to that, we would love to hear it. Um, but yeah, um, let's go ahead and get into the next question, man. Number seven. What's the biggest turnoff for a guy? I got it. That one's, that one's an excellent one. Mm, yep. Mm, I got it. Uh Obviously, I live in a state to where weed is legal. Go ahead and search it. I'm not going to say exactly what state, but I live in a state where weed is legal. Um, not federally, but most states are nowadays, which is weird. If you smell like weed and we're on a date, not hating, I used to, I'm an ex-stoner. I used to smoke weed all the time. If you smell like weed, if you smell like you just ran through a dumpster and you didn't even shower, um, I am letting you know. I will stand back up, turn my little happy ass around, and walk the opposite way. Um, that has to be one of the biggest turnoffs for me. I think it's only because, one... It ties back into most of the questions we've already answered. It ties back into um, society. Um, but men, too. If you smell like you just got off of work and you didn't shower for like three days, you didn't put on a decent amount of deodorant, you didn't put on cologne, um, you didn't do any of that, then, one, the woman's going to turn you away. Um females men will turn you away too i mean that probably has to be something that needs to be said um yeah smell it, you have to take time for the other person you yeah have to take time to at least appear and i mean if you've been together a while and you both understand that hey you know you work a long day and not all the time you're going to smell the greatest but if you're about to go out the least you could do is a you know your best and I get it, not everybody can afford cologne or the nicest things in the world. But if you can at least try your best, that goes a long way for men. Just like it does for women, and men don't see that. Maybe it's because it's underappreciated from the women's eyes, but sometimes just combing your hair and putting on a nice button-up shirt goes a long way for women because it shows them that you cared enough to completely change your outfit and make yourself look a little better to go out in public with her and some women don't see that just like some men don't see that in women they bust their ass at work too sometimes yeah a lot of women actually work in warehouses like amazon where they're constantly moving for 12 13 hours a day they come home and they're immediately expected to do shit but you have to give them slack you have to understand it takes time for women to get ready they want to feel their best and sometimes that is that is just as simple as dressing in a nicer shirt or smelling just a little different or even just taking a shower 
And that's something that, that needs to be addressed because people don't see that. And it's sad, but it's definitely something that people don't see. But cleanliness, I think, is one of the biggest turn-ons outside of personality for me. If you've got a great outgoing personality, my fiance did, and I absolutely loved it. She was shy at first, and I can't lie about that. She was definitely shy. Hmm. But afterwards, I realized her personality was just like mine. Outgoing, angry when you needed to be angry, happy when you needed to be happy, sad when you needed to be sad. And that was that was that was what I was looking for somebody I could relate to somebody who I could tell I had a shitty day and would be there for me and vice versa so that that to me is is definitely something yeah um like I said most of these are going to be open ended questions because we want you guys to come in and give us your opinion um Tell us what you think, what your stance is on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty much biggest turnoff for me is if you didn't take time for yourself before, I'm going to sound kind of douchey about that, but I mean, people can agree. Um, people can hate me for this too, but um, uh, one thing that always stuck with me was take time for yourself um, for a moment. I mean, if you're going out on a date, if you're going to the movies, at least put on a nice shirt that's not wrinkled. You make sure you have deodorant on, you brush your teeth, you have... I mean, you can even, like I said, before I was wearing cologne that I was able to afford, cologne that I could fit, I was buying $10, $15 bottles of Old Spice that smelled like... Calvin Klein that smelled like Perry Ellis and it stuck to my clothes. So just a body spray like that. I mean, it just shows that I took that extra moment of my day and I stuck, went to Walgreens, Walmart, Kroger's, Bashes, Fries, and I took that moment and I got it. Right. I think at the end of the day, it really just comes down to try your best. I think that's a big thing is you need to understand that nobody is perfect. And if yeah. you're looking for somebody perfect, you're not going to find anybody. Everybody's going to have their flaws. Everybody's going to have their weaknesses. Everybody's going to have their own situation in the background that you're not going to know about right away. And you need to respect that. So when it comes down to it, the biggest thing for me outside of the personality and the trying their best is open-minded. I want somebody who's open-minded that understands that situations happen and not all the time can I look or dress or smell or be my best. Sometimes I'm going to look like absolute crap. I'm going to smell like crap. I'm going to have a shit appearance and a shit outlook on things because that's just how the day went. And if you can find somebody that understands that, I think that that's worth giving a shot to. And I'm going to leave my answer at that because I'm happy with that. And I think that's that's um, that's good where that's at because that's something that some people need to hear. And some of you may not think it's important, but, you know, when the time comes back around and you hear that again and it starts ringing, you'll understand why it rings. It's one of those things where you won't know it until you know it. Uh-huh. And pretty much i'm going to i'm going to have to leave it out what he said too um i mean you know who why do i keep bringing celebrities into this because it's, we're trying to divot away from that but um chris pratt um you know who chris pratt is of course 
Um, he once said when he won an award, um, you can find this clip anywhere, YouTube, TikTok, anywhere. Um, he stood on stage and he said, no one is perfect. Humans are the most imperfect people that you are trying to find. If you are perfect, no, you're not. Look at yourself again. You are the most imperfect person that there is. If you think that you're going to be perfect. Walked off yeah. stage. Haven't heard from it since. Yeah, that's that's beautiful in its own way. Yeah. Um. So let's go ahead and let's... Uh, you said your ending to it. I said mine. Um, so I'm pretty sure you can agree with me for this next question. Um, well, me and you are going to keep it less than... Oh, yeah, this one. Three, a simple answer. Um, oh, yeah. And then let the viewers actually answer it themselves. Send us emails for it. Right. Or, yeah, um, this is one of those questions I'd like people to leave responses on because I'd like to, in the next part to this, I would like to read some responses that people leave. And that, that I think would be incredible. Okay, so what is the first thing you see in a person? We just went over that. Oh, what is the... F that was number eight. Yeah, we're on number, number eight. <laughs> oh, we're on nine. Okay. What is the best relationship <laughs> advice someone has given you? God, I am awfully not paying attention now. If we're being honest, as a joke, but seriously, happy wife, happy life. And the reason <laughs> I say that, yeah, you can laugh if you want, but think about it. If your significant other is happy, you're happy because all you want is for that person to be happy. It's one big circle. Happiness goes around. If something breaks that chain of happiness, then you get unhappy because you have to deal with the repercussions of it. So you do what you can to try and keep them happy. Now, if I'm being honest, and I'm not going to get too in-depth into this because I can go for hours on relationship advice, but I'm not going to do that. The best relationship advice that I've actually been given is communication listen to your partner find a way to compromise and make things work i don't care if you were in a serious fight the night before and my biggest issue is not letting my partner cool down sometimes sometimes i don't let my fiance cool down because i cool down before her after a fight and i want to talk it out right then and there and she needs her space and i'm not willing to do that because i think that we both need to talk at the same time and just get it off our chests and that's not okay so compromising and understanding that, yes, after a big fight, emotions are going to be wild, hormones are going to be wild, anger is going to be real. Sometimes it's best that you both just take a break. And I don't mean long term. I mean literally walk to different rooms, let yourselves pace, calm down, do whatever you do to cope. But at the end of it, make sure that you still love that person at the end. Make sure you let them know that, hey, I get it. I see my faults that you brought up. I hope you see where I came from, let's find a way to work on this as we move forward in our relationship so we can make this better for the both of us, so we continue our happy cycle. Because fights are going to happen. There is nothing that is going to ever change that. And if you've told me you've never been in a single fight in your whole entire relationship, I would love to know your secret because I, I want to call full cap on that. <laughs> and if it's possible, please send me an email with how you've managed to do it because... I think from all guys, they have been in at least one fight in their relationship. Serious enough to break it, 
or just bad enough to where it, it hurts. Um, honestly, I mean, that's a toss-up. I've been given advice from so many people, but one one advice that actually stuck to me, and that's when I dated my ex, and I got it from you, actually. Um, <laughs> which is weird. We're on a relationship podcast. We're on a podcast, and the first two episodes are relationship, and I actually get it for the first time say it. Um, I remember calling you, and I'm like, hey, I got a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend now. Are you excited? First thing you said was, <laughs> are we sure it's a female? Oh, man, that's fucked up. I remember that. I remember that, like, black as night. You were probably drunk, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Probably. I remember that, and I was like, give me a second. I checked. She was a girl. Um, for the viewers out there, I'm not gay. I'm into females full-on females um but one thing he said after that which was the very next day and i posted a picture over on my snapchat which was months ago um one thing he told me and he called and i called him again blah 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 i was like dude i'm thinking about ending it all she broke up with me one thing you that stuck with me was don't be a dumbass and that's gonna stick with me with any relationship i'm going to continue being a smart person making smart choices um if i feel that that relationship was literally water and oil i'm not gonna stay in that relationship if i feel that every last breath every last moment is going to be headbutt and headbutt it's going to be constant i'm gonna put a gun to your head and you're gonna listen to what i say vice versa i'm not gonna do it and men out there continue to say it i'm gonna say it once again please and i'm begging you i'm literally on my hands and knees don't be a dumbass don't end your life because you felt that they were the one and they broke your heart it's, it, it's painful and you find ways to get over it. I can yeah, tell well, you, I've almost lost my fiance several times for my stupid actions. And I'll wrap this one up here because the last question might take a few minutes. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't, but the last question is probably a little deeper than, than intended to be, but it's definitely something that we should cover. So I'll leave it on this note, but I have been there before where I had actually set a... I... It, it was tough and I set I set something aside for myself and I told myself if this ends I'm gonna go with it because I can't fathom the thought of living without her without living with my daughter I couldn't do it I couldn't I couldn't fathom a life without them and then I had this brilliant dawning idea that I realized that yeah it's gonna hurt but what is me ending it all gonna do for my daughter how is that gonna benefit my daughter if I'm not here Sure, we may not be together anymore, but that doesn't mean I won't get to see her. That doesn't mean she won't come to me when she needs something. And at the end of the day, you have to think about your family, too. What about your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your fathers, your uncles, your aunts? You do something like that, you're going to cause irreversible damage to everybody. So think long and hard before, you know, a decision turns out like that. 
And yeah, unfortunately, breakups happen all the time. But you are the stronger person. You can fight this. Whatever it is, you will always be able to fight it. You just have to find it within you to to get that strength out to fight it. Yeah. And behind every great fighter is the strength to overcome every great oh, fight. Bullshit. <laughs> Excuse me, don't call bullshit. Look at Conor McGregor. Look at him. He is probably a U he he's one of the biggest UFC fighters. When you hear UFC, what's the first thing you hear? Conor McGregor. Right. Well, that and Dana he, White, but Oh, Dana White, it's another story. We're going to have to get in that. Another episode when we talk about sports, but that's going to be later on in the season. Um, best advice, um, actions. Think before you act. Yes. Act is a verb. So don't do anything stupid. If you write a suicide letter, make sure you keep it. Don't think after you do it. Don't stick the gun to your mouth, rope around your neck, throw it over, don't do that. Call your buddy. Because I'll tell you what, there's been millions of times that I thought about ending it after a relationship and Will can agree with me, how many times did I call you? If I looked at my phone log and didn't have it auto-delete after every 30 days, we'd probably have over a couple thousand phone calls. From... Yeah from just the last eight months to a year. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you put it in perspective, how often do you really call somebody? So, you know, a couple thousand is a lot. You know, there was a few weeks and months where we literally talked at least once a night, and it was incredible because I got to I got to meet you as a person and understand where you came from just like you got to understand me. And over time, we developed a friendship out of it. And that's something that men need to do more often as well, but we'll also cover that in part two. That is definitely a conversation mm -hmm. that we'll get into as far as men trying to meet new friends and, you know, just getting out there and, and building relationships, not just not just with a significant other, but just so you have somebody to lean on. Because we understand that not all men have people. So you don't have that person you can go just cry on their shoulder and they'll understand without question. Like, hey, bro, you just want to go get drunk? They won't ask questions. They'll just say, yeah, I understand. Let's go. Or, hey... Can I can I come talk to you and, for a minute? You know, you, we'll get into that though. And next episode, we're gonna we're we're first twenty minutes. We're gonna cover about how we met each other, and so that you guys get to know us first firsthand. So when we add more people onto this this podcast, and you get to know our guest, you know the relationships between me and my co-host. Not just two random voices over the internet. Very true. Um, so let's let's jump into our last question, and then at the end of it, we'll give us our piece and let you guys know, wrap it up all in one, a couple sentences, and just give you our perspective. And hey, one of you might even get my phone number. <laughs> Not gonna do that. Um. What do or last question? I'll let you answer this first because, or either one. Um, 
I've always had a hard time with this this question here. Why do men choose to hide their feelings versus talking about it to their significant other or partner or people? I suffer through this a lot more than you know. Um, one of my best mates, he lives he lives in a different country, and he knows this firsthand. It's nothing nothing that I, you know, that's that's bad. It's just. I've known him for five and a half years, so he literally knows everything. And sometimes when I can't get a hold of other people, I call him. But it comes down to sometimes you don't, and in my case, this is mainly what it is. I don't want to burden, bring down, change the attitude, put my partner through suffering. I'm scared that if they see me weak, that's how they'll always see me. And yeah, part of that's from social media, part of that's from growing up the way I grew up, and um, other parts of it just stem from my partner's having a good day, why do I want to trash their day with my problems? I don't. It's not, yeah, it's, it's, our, it's our jobs as partners to each other to be there for one another, but even sometimes you have to understand that it's just not right to bring up certain situations. And then you hold it in and you hold it in and you hold it in eventually causing irreversible damage to your mental state sometimes even your body and when that happens it's not that we don't want to bring it up to you we would love to drop every ounce of details and spill the goddamn tea sis i mean for fuck's sake but sometimes we feel like you just don't care and it's nothing against you but sometimes we just we catch a vibe that maybe you're not as interested in hearing about it as you act and it's our fault for not asking and we'll just jump the gun on it but it does happen and it happens to a lot of men and it's really sad but it also happens to women and it happens to women a lot more than men because sometimes men will just balls up and say it anyway so at least it's off their chest but women, just like men, they hold in their stuff too sometimes. They don't exactly tell us how they feel. And that's, I think, in, in my relationship, our biggest fights have come from problems like that. Where we hold in our feelings and we don't exactly ever bring them up to each other about how we can better ourselves, better our relationship, better our family. We hold it in because we're scared of our own, our own monsters. We're scared of our own, our own answers to each other. And it's going to be something we don't like. And with that, you you just don't want to you don't want to do it, and it happens. But you have to remember that communication can fix these problems. Sometimes it can lead to worse problems. It is a fifty-fifty shot. It is a coin toss. But it's a shot that you have to shoot, because if you don't shoot it, and you get into one of those fights one day where everything is laid out on the table, and it goes south, and it comes down to a communication problem and you didn't express those feelings well then that's on you male or female partner significant other family member doesn't matter that's on you for not expressing truly how you felt but the main reason I think most men don't do it is because they're scared of what the woman's gonna think because not all the time do women seem as happy not all the time do women exactly have the most open arms saying oh come here it's okay let me try and help you sometimes they're just like oh okay cool and you just spilled your worst day to them and all they can say is oh okay cool 
And that's not for every woman, and that's not for every man. So please don't take it like that. But that situation does happen a lot more than we think about. And when that does happen, people post about it. TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. We see our best friends, our friends, our family, people getting hurt by situations like that all the time. And it instills fear in us because we don't want that to happen to us now. So yeah, that is definitely something uh, that, that I'm going to leave that at because I think, that's, I think that's the biggest thing is we're scared of each other when it comes time to show our feelings. We're scared of each other's response. Um, yeah, you made a valid point. Um, one thing I want to say, though, is I'm, I, like you said in the beginning, I went from an introvert to an extrovert with a year of you knowing me. Um, right. And it's, it's not that I don't like sharing my feelings. It's as, as a kid. And as a man now, and as a person, I'm just, I want to, I want to say I want to open up, but I don't want to open up, if you understand what I mean. Um, Yeah, I kind of get it. It's not that I'm, it's not that I'm afraid, it's what if I say the wrong thing that's going to trigger you? Um, Right. What if I come home and... First thing I do is take off my shoes, my jacket, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, hey, I say I have a girlfriend. I come home, I'm like, hey, babe, this Karen at work today was just like, I need you to wave this. I need you to do this. I don't want to come home and tell her that. So I'm going to keep it to myself because what if she worked in a stress, even more stressful envi- environment? And she didn't start complaining before I opened up the door. Right. And so it's a valid point. I mean, you you made some valid points and made some keys there, but we we also have to remember we're speaking on our behalf. Right, right, right. Our... This has no meaning effect to every single person in the world or anything along those lines. It, it's just more of what we think in our own opinion and our own personal personal stories that we've dealt with so everybody's situation varies but from what i've seen from the stories i've heard and from my own personal experience that is my answer to it and like i said please this question of all feel free to leave your your comment your story down below whether you're a man woman non-gender binary specific it doesn't matter if you have an answer as to why you think men or women hide their feelings answer it we would love to hear the feedback as far as why you think people hide their emotions from one another especially if it's beneficial to let it out but in my personal situation i i think it comes down to overthinking a situation and worrying about ruining somebody else's happiness with your problems and that's that's where I'm going to leave my answer because I think that's a good one. And that's what I honestly feel when I think of that situation. I don't want to burden my partner. I don't want to make them sad, angry, or upset. And sometimes I overthink it and maybe it is something they want to hear. I've definitely had conversations with my partner where she's told me that she wishes I would open up more because I don't open up enough. And that's something I've been working on. But it comes down to the fact that I'm scared that if I say the wrong thing, just like he said, Austin perfect example you say the wrong thing 
at the wrong time, sometimes things happen, and it all comes down to that. But then again, you look back into earlier, we were talking about communication. This is where that communication comes into play because you learn to communicate with each other, you learn that things happen, you learn how to work with each other. And this is where compromise comes into play, where you learn how one another works. You learn to compromise different things with each other, how you know how you deal with the situation versus how they deal with the situation. And that's what it all comes down to. Communication, compromise, and just overall, I guess, listening to your partner, no matter how bad or how unbad the situation is. And, I mean, we made some really good points. Like I said, we can't speak for everyone. Um, but I do want to leave the podcast off with this last um, disclaimer, this last part. Um, it's a little emotional, a little thoughtful. Um, for our younger generation out there, uh, meaning 17 and under, before you get into a relationship, before you consider dating someone, um, Will, you can probably agree with me with this, but um, nice guys, in my opinion, uh, all depends on personality. Uh, also, don't jump at the first guy you see. Um, right. You meet him junior, senior year in high school. He's going off to Oklahoma State. He's going off to Texas Tech. He's going off to NYU while you're going to ASU, Louisiana State. You're going off to um, Cali for acting, New York for fashion. You're going off to Oregon for basketball, football. You'll find someone. Um Every opportunity in a relationship is another opportunity to learn from that. Um, for an older generation, thank you. Um, you're setting the tone for our younger generation. Please don't set the bar too high. Please don't set it too low. Um, but I will have to say this, though. Um, reading back on text messages from my ex, people I've talked to, girls I've talked to, um, one thing I have to say is you set any relationship you're in, especially for guys and females too, you set the bar kind of high. Um, you want to set that bar kind of high because, one, they're going to know what they want to look for in, the new, in their next relationship. And I'll be honest, my last relationship, I treated her very kindly. Um, I wish it didn't end the way it did, but it did. Um, I hate to say that. Um, Eventually, I'll find someone. Um, for now, it's just going to be me and my dog. I'll continue looking. But uh, continue being yourself for now. Work on yourself. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm working on myself for a while, working on getting my things in order, my things in line. Never jump at the first opportunity, man. Shoot your shot till your shot is blown. Um, well, if you'd like to add on to that for the rest of the ending of the podcast. I guess Will? if I had to finish with anything, it would be that a relationship is what you make it to be. If you have poor communication and you're not willing to compromise with your partner, odds are you're going to have a shitty relationship. 
I can only speak for myself in this. I've been with my fiance since high school. We met when she was a freshman and I was a junior. And I I fell in love on first look. I didn't think it was possible, but I did. And after that, I knew what I wanted. I didn't care about anybody else after that. I didn't care that she had a boyfriend. I did what I had to do, and as things fell into motion, I, I slid my way in. And I'm glad I did. I took my shot when I had it, and it worked out for me. Unfortunately, yes, like Austin said, it's not going to work out for all of you. But at the end of this, you make your destiny what you want it to be. You want a good relationship, then you make a good relationship. You want it to work out, you listen to one another. You want to be happy, you find out what makes each other happy. A relationship is only as good as the both of you working together. And like always, two heads work better than one. Always listen to each other. Always love each other. And remember, times get tough. But at the end of it, you have each other to fall back on. And men, that doesn't mean think about the bottom head. You always stay with the top head. <laughs> never think with the bottom head. I have to leave that there because there are some guys out there that think with both heads instead of one. <laughs> Correct. But thank you for the people that are listening. Um, Will, you can agree to. Yes. Um, thank you, thank you for much. the people that are listening. Um, we do hope to hear your feedback. And that there today. Yeah. That. Um, socials will be coming out soon. More to become. But I did the intro. You do the outro. Alrighty, guys. Well, like he said, we are currently in the works of finding schedule timing to make this more appealing. Um, if this is a series you want us to continue, let us know. Email us. If you have questions, comments, concerns, responses, stories, anything you want us to share or just advice on, let us know. We will do our best to offer personal advice. Disclaimer, none of what we offer is anything that you should take exactly verbatim. It is just our opinion on what we think could work or what we have done personally, but no means necessary is anything that we've said in today's podcast or anything from the future here on out anything that you should be counting as a 100% guarantee nothing in this is a 100% guarantee that's the fun in life nothing is guaranteed but other than that I really hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast if you did make sure you guys go ahead and follow us on Spotify and or Anchor we will be coming out with a schedule soon some forms that way it makes it a little easier for you guys to fill out what you want whether it's a response a story or just questions you may have and I hope to see all you guys back again hopefully you enjoyed it I hope to be in more of these with Austin as time goes on so we look forward to hearing from you we look forward to seeing you guys in the next one please take care and enjoy the rest of your day afternoon evening morning or night peace out guys